Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Rob Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. And we have got a great three hours for you. Inspiration, motivation, enlightenment, education, all types of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We got Scott Reynolds from thepewterreport.com. He's the publisher and the vice president of that. And, of course, Pewter, the colors, one of the colors of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we will talk about him, about the biggest story in the NFL yesterday. And that's saying a lot considering there were tons of games with playoff implications but uh, Antonio Brown, of course, storming off the field uh, shirtless was uh, <laughs> trumped everything. So we will get into that, of course. Let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? Happy New Year to everybody, to you and your family and everybody listening. We got till uh, January 5th to say Happy New is that, Year. Is and then that after the that, Yeah, that's about Happy about New Year to you I don't as think well. January 5th, January 7th, I think like a that's week a long, top. Mate. What about today? Nah. Or nah, tomorrow? Because you haven't seen everybody. You haven't seen everybody, so you're still running well, into people. I'm just talking about on the radio, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you're yeah. Talking about, I'm just talking okay. about in general, right? Okay. Right. Not on the radio. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say that again, but running into people. And I'm just going to say one thing as we get forward to get ready for this show. I told you so! I told you so. Rob Parker. I told you it was a mistake to let Antonio Brown back on that football team. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to see you're hyped up. Uh, we will it's get Monday. into it. I'm hyped. We will get into it. Let's and, introduce and Chris, the iCouple crew and, and get and it right. Shekel City over the weekend. Yes, baby. That How bank kind. account, man, life is good. Can All I tell right. you? Can I tell you? No, I've won two thousand dollars the last two weeks. City. You can tell me when it's time for Shekel City. Let's All get right. into it. Since you, since you hyped, I don't want you going off for eleven minutes. <laughs> then I get the. Well, nah, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> All right, we got DJ Alex Tyshirt back in the house. What's up, man? CB, how you living, bro? I'm living well, my man. It's good to have you. You abandoned us last week. But man, I was here over back. the weekend too, bro. Okay, okay. DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan on the ones and the twos. Rob G on vacation all week, so we got our man No, no, Bo. no. He's back Wednesday. He's back Wednesday. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? Okay, yeah. he's back Wednesday. Right, wow, Bo, he's back Wednesday. Very... Yeah, I hope he's back Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, Bo is uh, running things as the producer, super producer today. And on the updates is our man, Steve Desager. All right, Rob, let's get right into it. Antonio Brown storms off the field shirtless during yesterday's game against the Jets. The Buccaneers came back to win 
Tom Brady throws a game-winning touchdown pass to someone named Grayson. I don't know, was it Curtis is his first name? Something like that. But anyway, uh, here is Tom Brady yesterday, and then Bruce Arians today, Antonio Brown now off the team. Obviously a, a difficult situation, and, um, you know, I think we all want, you know, him to, you know, just I think everybody should find, you know, hopefully do what they can to help him in ways that, you know, he really needs it. You've been someone that's expressed genuine care and concern for Antonio. How tough was it for you to see what happened yesterday and to make that call? Yeah, it was very hard. And I, 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 I wish him well. I hope if he needs help, get some. And uh, it's very hard because I do care about him. All right, Rob. Uh, do we, I was going to ask you, do you think he's played his last game in an NFL? But you seem to have your own angle. Go for no, it. No, like, Rocky, like Rocky said the Clubber Lang. Go for it. <laughs> no, well, well, I don't believe he'll he'll play again. I, I don't. I don't think this is something you can come back from. When you quit on a team during a game, I, I damn another coach to take that guy and bring him into your locker room and act like everything's going to be okay. It, I've told you this a million times. You can't marry an alcoholic, and then you're surprised when on the way home they ask you to stop at a liquor store. Uh, Antonio Brown has told you who he's been for the last four or five years. This is who he is. Nobody should be shocked. He's always been about himself, and he doesn't care. He didn't care about the chef that he owed money to. He didn't care that Bruce Arians is a cancer survivor, and he had a fake vaccination card. He didn't care about the furniture he threw off the balcony that could have hit people. He doesn't care. He didn't care when he had uh, Facebook Live going on in the locker room when guys are butt naked and, and and a meeting with the team is going on. He didn't care. And all they cared about, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady cared about himself, and Bruce Arians cared about himself, and that's why they're in the situation that they're in. That's why when they let him on the team, Chris, Bruce Arians said to the world, one screw up and he's gone. Why? Because of his track record. And Bruce Arians backed down from his own word. He did it. He allowed Antonio Brown to do what he did to his franchise, to his team, to that organization, to the fan base. What an embarrassment. Chris, how many guys have you ever seen walk out during a game in all the years you've covered sports? I've been covering sports for 36 years. I don't remember that. They might have quit after the game. But quit on the field during a game? This is who he is. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers deserve all of this. They gave him a chance. And Chris, I'm not against second chances. He got a second chance. He got a third chance. And when they brought him into Tampa Bay, after he deceived everybody, put people at risk, They said, oh, well, we need a receiver. We don't care. It's okay. We'll bring him back. I don't want to hear no no tears now. And, oh, what a shame. You knew what you got in bed with. Now wash the fleas off. It's on the Tampa Bay Bucks. And I don't believe, Chris, A.B. will play again in the National Football League. All right. uh, First, let me say it's not Curtis Grayson. It was Cyril. 
Cyril Grayson, the receiver that replaced A.B. and caught the game-winning touchdown pass on Sunday. All right, um, a lot of what you said I agree with, Rob. Um, Antonio Brown is a knucklehead, pure and simple. Um, There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, Let me address, before I talk about whether or not I think he'll ever play in the league again, let me address your, you know, your celebration uh, before we introduce the I Couple crew. Uh, you told you me did so. The crew. No, but you told me so. Like, like, okay, you told I, me that you would have cut Antonio Brown. Like, the league said he could play after the three-game suspension. He played one game, had 10 receptions, 101 yards. You said they never should have brought him back. Okay, fine. What, what, I, is Tampa Bay, like, What's the problem right now? There, there's no mud on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' face. Yes, okay, it was Chris. A, hold on, let me finish. It was an embarrassing situation. So what? There, I mean, they, they're, they're where they were had they cut him two weeks ago. They, they are now short on receivers. They got unproven guys that are going to have to fill in for him, and that was going to be the case anyway. He's gone. It's not like he's still on the team wreaking havoc. So what? What's the big deal? I mean, you had a setback. It's over with. You saw. You saw how much it affected them. They came back right away and won. And I'm not saying they're. You know, we'll see how you know the league, the season plays out. But that this is irrelevant to how the season is going to play out. Antonio Brown would have helped, sure. It hurts them losing him. I believe as as far as on the football field. But my point is, had they just cut him two weeks ago, what's the difference? Not like they were going. They, they had an opportunity to go out there and get a great receiver to replace him. Cut him two weeks ago, or or have what happened yesterday. So what? Were the San Antonio Spurs laughing stocks when Dennis Rodman took off his shoes in during a game and sat on the bench? No. He the one looked like an idiot. And Antonio Brown is the one that looks like a fool. Nobody else. I mean, sir, Bruce, this ain't no Bruce Arians. This ain't no Tom Brady. We'll get into all that. Antonio Brown is the idiot. They gave him a chance, and he blew it. Simple no, as they that. did not. No, they did they not. Didn't they didn't give him a chance, Chris. They were enablers. They were enablers because it wasn't it's a so chance. So enablers to what? They were enablers. Hold on. Who is Be- who? No, let you just on, had Rob, your chance. Let me, let, me let me answer you. Let me answer you. Let me answer you. You just made your what? point. Enablers well, no, you, because you jumped in actually because you me Bruce, off, but go ahead. because Bruce Arians was the one who said one slip up and he's done. He went back on his word. That's the point, Chris. But he said Is that, that Bruce he Arians said that believed? last year no, he no. thought he was a better citizen. He, That's what he said. You wouldn't have said that. Things you wouldn't have to changed. say that. You wouldn't have what, had what do you to mean say you wouldn't that. have to say that? Why? Because if you were giving a guy a chance, let's see, and the guy will prove me wrong. I don't have to say one strike and you're out. Why? Because so he had if, eight if, strikes if coming right, in. If you're right, so what? So what? I mean, that's the thing. You're an enabler. There's one person, Rob, who was hurt yesterday. Antonio Brown. No. Period. No, Nobody no. else is hurt. He, no, the He's organization an idiot. He's a laughingstock. He's a knucklehead. The, no, the, Nobody the, the else Tampa is hurt. The Tampa Bay Bucks, they're the same team 
that allowed a guy who deceived them. You remember when they came out with that press release? Oh, no. We checked, Antonio. Everything is fine. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Let's push this story back. They came out in an hour, and they backed Antonio Brown and told the story, the people who reported okay. the story that they didn't know what they were talking about. The okay. Tampa Bay Bucks were hook, line, and sinker. And they're the ones who got pulled in by Antonio Brown and Tom Brady's uh, all he wants to do is win by yeah, hook right. or by that's crook. All he wants to do is and win. that sometimes, Chris, you got to have respect for yourself and you have to have some damn standards and morals and How say, is this I'd rather Tom win. Brady? I'd so rather win for with somebody well, who's get a all good the, person. Get all, the, get all the guys that have beaten women. Get all the guys that have, you know, pulled guns and carried guns without a license. Get all the guys that have done all types of heinous crimes out of the league, if that's the case. If that's the case. Antonio Brown is the fool. Tom Brady, Bruce Aarons, Mike Evans, the rest of the players, they're going to move on. They've already moved on. That's it. That's my point. Like, Enabled it. He he didn't hurt. If he had hurt other people, then you would have an. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be an argument. You'd be right. If he had hurt some other Chris, human you're, being, you're being, you're let being me naive. No, Come I'm on, not man. being naive. I told I'm, you. I'm give, I told you why they shouldn't bring him back because he was going to hurt them because they How gave him an opening. Him? They Did he gave, hurt him? He, yeah, because now now How? they got to go look for another receiver when they should have been, been looking for a receiver ago. already after he did that. That would have been the shame case two on weeks them. ago. Shame on them. They should have cut ties with him, and they know it. And here's here's what I say about him playing in the league again. I think it's highly unlikely, obviously. I think there's one one route that might enable him to play in the league again. That is if he undergoes serious major therapy. Obviously, he's lost. Obviously, it was a nervous breakdown on the field. That's what this looked like. And he needs serious help. I'm not talking about the help that he reportedly got two years ago where it was unclear, a bit ambiguous. Is he getting help? Yeah, we think he's in therapy. You know, he said he was. I'm not talking about the help Ben Simmons is supposedly getting down in Philadelphia, right? I'm talking about real, serious, long-term mental health uh, care for this guy. And then if he, like, he has to come back and show that he's contrite, that he's repentant, and that he understands why he acted the way he did in Pittsburgh the, in, in with the Raiders, with the Patriots, and with the Buccaneers. And it has to be sincere. Like, I'm almost talking, Rob, really like an AA type. You ever met somebody that went through AA or is maybe still in AA? You know, they, they acknowledge, yo, what they did, why they did it, how they were hurting, what the void was in their life, whatever it was. That's what he needs to do. And if he doesn't do it, I don't think he even gets a shot. If he does do it, he still may not get a shot. But if he does it, I think that potentially could lead somebody to take a chance on him, not next year, but maybe the beginning of 2023-24. The problem there, he'll be 35 years old, so maybe nobody will think it's worth it. But that's the only possible chance I think he has of getting back into the NFL. But I agree with you, it's highly unlikely. All right, 877 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. 
63-69, your turn to weigh in on Antonio Brown. Will he ever play in the NFL again? And then you can talk about Rob and I, my disagreement with him. I, I say, look, good riddance. He's gone. Tampa Bay's none, you know, none the worse. He's gone. Okay, we move on. Rob says it, it hurt the franchise and I guess some other people. All right, your turn to weigh at 877-99 on Fox. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Our next guest is the vice president and publisher of PewterReport.com. He covers the Buccaneers, Scott Reynolds. Scott, welcome to the iCouple. What's happening? How you doing, guys? We doing are great. great. We are great. Let's get right to it. Uh, there are, conf- I guess, conflicting reports. Uh, Jay Glazer from Fox Sports reported that the problem started yesterday when uh, Bruce Arians asked, told Antonio Brown go into the game, he refused, told him again, he refused again. And then Arians said, well, if you're not going to play, get out. And that's when uh, A.B. lost it. Then there's other, another report with the NFL Network saying that uh, uh, Antonio Brown was hurt and he, he felt the ankle injury would prevent him from playing. And he was upset that they told him to go back into the game because he was hurt. And he couldn't play. So, what? Where, where? What's your reporting telling you on this situation? Well, guys, I actually asked Bruce Arians today in the press conference uh, about the, the fact that, that there was a report about Antonio Brown having an ankle injury, and that was the reason why he did not want to return to the game. Arians told me uh, you know, he denied it. He said that that uh, the, the ankle injury wasn't an issue. Yeah, and, and AB played 26 snaps in the, in the game um, in the, the first half and into right. the third quarter, and uh, it was a situation where where he was, uh, was was healthy and cleared to play, not just for this game but also last game as well against Carolina. So I, I think that uh, I'm I'm inclined to believe Bruce Arians in this instance. And I tell you what, guys, the visual evidence, right, of Antonio Brown hopping and skipping and jogging off the field, right, didn't look like an ankle injury to me. It looked like he was 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, how about the Tampa Bay Bucks and Arians, who, when they got him, said, "Hey, if he slips up, makes one mistake, he's out of here." But he went back on his word after the fake vaccination card. Uh, they vouched for him too when the original story came out that he had a fact fake vaccination card. This organization has bent over backwards for him. Are they feeling like they have a little mud on their face? Not really. I mean, uh, listen, Antonio Brown, um, you know, his his past was, was well-documented. Um, matter of fact, when the Buccaneers signed him midway through the season last year, he still had a civil case pending over a, a sexual assault. So the Bucks knew what they were getting into, I and mean, there's no surprise. Um, Antonio Brown is a hired gun. He was hired to come in and catch passes and win games. Nothing more, nothing so less. Why, so why you won't know, they keep him on the team then after, after yesterday if they know what kind of guy he is and all they need him to do is catch touchdowns and passes for the Bucks? Well, it's different, right? When, when, you're, when you're basically getting to an argument with the head coach uh, in the middle of a game and you're losing – um, I mean, insubordination's one thing, right? I mean, doing something 
that uh, is, is oh, kind of like Oh, criminal activity is okay. It's insubordination. That's the worst in the world. Well, I mean, you say criminal activity, but there's no, I mean, he hasn't served any jail time. So, I mean, don't sit there and say it's criminal activity when when uh, it's a civil case and, and that was settled. So, um, I, listen, I, I, I think that the Buccaneers knew what they were getting into. Um, and, and listen, when you've got a guy like Bruce Arians and Tom Brady vouching for you and you're, you're playing, and, and listen, they tried as much as they could to help this guy get in the straight and narrow, resuscitate his NFL career, which after the debacle with the Raiders was floundering. I mean, listen, Antonio Brown was not signed by anybody until last November when the Bucks signed him. So they did everything they could to try to get this guy's career back on track it was a two-way street, and the fact that Antonio Brown came in, helped him win a Super Bowl. They re-signed him after nobody else wanted him, and uh, everything was okay until the vaccination cards uh, situation happened and then the situation on, on Sunday. And uh, I don't care who you are, if you're Mike Evans or if you're Antonio Brown, if you're going to defy the, the, the coach's order and, and, uh, um, you know, and, and, and not play when you're medically cleared to play, you're not helping the team. Scott, two-part question quickly. It, it, obviously, there was the vaccination issue with the cart, but were there any signs of, of insubordination on Antonio's part, whether it was last season or this season, that could have been a precursor to this where you saw uh, he's kind of losing it? And secondly, how do you think, like, these receivers, Cyril Grayson, Tyler Johnson, Brashad Perryman, Scotty Miller – how do, are they equipped to make up for the loss of AB and, and to be honest, Chris Godwin as well? That's a great question. That really is because I, I've always said that you know the Buccaneers they had an embarrassment of riches in their 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 arsenal. Right, you had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, and Rob Gronkowski. I've always felt that the Buccaneers could win with three out of those four in the lineup. Remember last year, guys. In the playoffs, Antonio Brown hurt his knee, didn't play in the second half of the Saints game, didn't play at all in the NFC Championship game and returned to the Super Bowl. But uh, as long as they had three out of the four, they could win, and they did last year. The problem is this year, go back to that Washington game, right? Losing to the Washington football team 29-19. to They didn't have A.B., they didn't have Gronkowski, they had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and they lost. And so I just wonder if this offense is dynamic enough without Godwin and without Antonio Brown. And the guys that you mentioned, great point. Cyril Grayson won the game for him, so there's a little bit of trust there. Rashard Perryman won the game for the Bucks in that game that went to overtime against yep. the Bills, so there's a little bit of trust there. But these guys are not the, the caliber and the class of a Chris Godwin and a Cyril Grayson I mean, and, a, and Antonio Brown. But Tom Brady has won with, with some, some guys that are not stars either. Everybody looks at New, at New England and say, well, Gronkowski, you know, and, uh, you know, Wes Welker and, and Julian Edelman. But there was also guys like Chris Hogan that stepped up, also guys like Danny Amendola that stepped up. So Tom Brady is a bit of a kingmaker. He can make you step up and win. And the thing is, is when you get into the playoffs and we're basically one week away from the playoffs, you know, it's it's a three or four game season, depending on your seating, right? So if if it's Cyril Grayson one week, if it's Brashard Perriman the next, maybe Scotty Miller who stepped up. Is Miller a factor Bucks. anymore? Because yeah, like you said, last year he was a factor. 
this he was, year yeah. we haven't seen much of him. Well, you know what? There's a thing called a natural elevation on the depth chart, right? When you take away a Chris Godwin and you take away an A.B., someone like Scotty Miller, who's maybe fifth on the depth chart, might end up being third on the depth chart now, right? So, right. Um, you know, so that, that, that could happen. And maybe this is where Scotty Miller, where, where the, the wide receiver wheel spins around and lands on Scotty Miller. Maybe not right. this week against Carolina. Maybe it's the first week in the playoffs. Or All maybe right, they Scott. just shut out like they did against the Saints when Tom didn't have his weapons. Hey, Scott, great stuff. Uh, that's Scott Reynolds, vice president, publisher of the pewterreport.com. Keep up the great work. We appreciate you. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts it is the odd couple i am chris he is rob we are live from the fox sports radio studios you can also follow us on social media rob is at rob parker fsr on instagram you still haven't gotten that twitter fix rob that's unbelievable yeah it's hard to get through to people I'm, i've worked at it wow me. my goodness Ridiculous. I, I could just change it but then i lose my your followers yeah Wow, I could change. Yeah, it, I wouldn't but I don't do, that, do that. But that's just well. But that's I my only other. Op- that's that my long. only other option. Well, they'll let you. They won't. Eat, you mean they won't let you change it? Like it's not just taking time. It's like no, you can't do it's it. Like yeah, really? I mean, it's really. Trust me, I've been working on it with three people trying to get this sorted out. It ain't as easy as you saw what I did on on Instagram, right? Like that. IG. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I don't know. Wow. Twitter's weird. So. All right, well, I'm at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter and Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. And, folks, if you're dealing with a dead battery, there's one place to go. It's called AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone. It's your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. We got Rob Woodson joining us at the bottom of the hour as he does every Monday. But let's get into, uh, we've been talking about Tampa Bay and Antonio Brown, and we'll get into that again a little later in the next hour. But there was, Rob, a lot of big games over the weekend. Uh, Fantastic weekend. Arizona goes into Dallas where Kyler Murray is 9-0, no, 8-0 or 9-0 now at that stadium in Dallas, uh, Jerry's house. And um, they beat the Cowboys, and there are some other big games, but none bigger. I'd say the game of the weekend was Kansas City and Cincinnati. And uh, the Bengals win in a thriller, 34-31 on a late field goal to win it. 
Um, they won the AFC North division along with it. Uh, Joe Burrow was fantastic. 446 yards, four touchdowns, no INTs. And to outplay Patrick Mahomes as they outplayed the Chiefs. And uh, the Bengals looked like they're for real. They look like they're a threat. And Rob, I'll just say this before you go. You know, historically, you think, man, is the team going to go from not making the playoffs to the Super Bowl? But, Rob, in three of our last four Super Bowls, that's actually been the case. One team has done that. Now, last year, Tampa Bay, you could put an asterisk by that because obviously they added Tom Brady and a few other top players. Um, Same thing with San Francisco back in, what, 2019? when they just got healthy, right? Jimmy G and some other players were injured the year before, so they had an off year. But Philadelphia, when they did it in 2017, I mean, that was a legitimate from going 7-9 and nine the year before to having a great season and winning the Super Bowl. So you got to at least say, hey, the Bengals, you know, you got you to gotta take them seriously. And uh, I thought they looked really good yesterday. Yeah, I, it wasn't so much the Bengals up that bothered me. It was the Chiefs. That's what I came away with that game. That was a huge game to win the AFC and have de- your own control over what's happening. And now the Titans can win, and you know you have to. You don't have a first round bye. I mean, they. This was a game they were up twenty eight fourteen on the road. They only scored three points in the second half. Right. And that that's a big loss. And you saw somebody, you know, we talked about the Chiefs defense. I know they had played well for a stretch, but they gave up almost 500 passing yards in a game they were up 28-14. Like, like it, it just, there was some, some telltale signs there, like the uh, ugly Kansas City reappeared. The one that we saw uh, give up the game to... <clears throat> The Chargers give up the game to the Buffalo. No, who was the other one? Uh, Baltimore came in and scored 28, whatever it was. You know, big, big second half. Well, the Bills, they they lost to the Bills. They lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Ravens. That's when they were really struggling early in the year. Right. Their defense, and it was the defense that just couldn't do anything. So that that was a sign to me. In a game that they had something really to play for, and I'm not taking anything away from Cincinnati. Cincinnati played well. I give Joe Burrow credit and, and, you know, and Chase and all that, Chris. But with so much, and I get it, they won eight in a row, Kansas City, trying to win nine in a row. It ain't easy. But they, it wasn't like they got jumped on and they couldn't get out of the hole, you know? Like they got jumped on in Cincinnati and it was 17 nothing, and they just couldn't recover. Right. They had this game. Well, they were up by 14 three times. 14-0, right. 21-7, 28-14. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like, like this is a game that the way this team had turned a corner should have been able to win. I'm not saying it wouldn't have been tight or a close game, maybe not a blowout because Cincinnati's better than that. But it really surprised me in a must win to have a first round bye and have home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs that in the second half, they, they, they didn't come up with anything. You know, three points, and the defense couldn't stop the uh, it was, it was offense. It was costly. Uh, like you said, they lost the – most likely lost home field advantage through the AFC playoffs. So it was costly in that regard. But as someone that's picked the Kansas City Chiefs to get back to the Super Bowl and win the AFC, in fact, to win it all, not worried. Not at all. Not Now, they're, they're, they can be beaten. 
they're not unbeatable by any stretch. But I still think they are the legitimate favorite in the AFC. And, Rob, I actually think this was a nice wake-up call for them. I think this was just what the doctor ordered because, like you said, they had won eight straight. Everybody's praising the defense. They're talking about having their swagger back. Oh, they got their swagger back. All of that stuff. And they had beaten good teams. The Raiders twice. The Cowboys. The Packers, granted, without Aaron Rodgers. But the Chargers, they had beaten good teams. So they they may have been feeling themselves a little bit. They get up big. Two, two scores by Mahomes in the first quarter. I, I thought it was going to be a rout. I was texting with Nick Wright, my co-host on First Things First. I was like, yeah, dang, it looks like this is going to be a rout. Yeah, y'all, I'm sure that you needed some baby oil with that conversation, you and well, Nick Wright. Well, he, he, you know, he, he's Mr. Chief. I mean, I, just, I picked him. But, yeah, I mean, so. Did you talk to him I, after the game is what I want to well, know. Well, we Did talked you? to him, yeah, and I talked to him on the show today. He was, he was hurting. Uh, but, uh, I, I, like I said, I, to me, this is good. You, you said it's hard to win nine straight games in the NFL. We see all the time teams lose games to teams that are not as good as them. And so I'm not panicking. I'm not, oh, here they're in trouble. They're back to their old ways. Now, I, I thought Spagnolia, he, he insists on covering Jamar Chase one-on-one. I don't know and how. He paid, right, I don't know he paid a football for coach. I, I, I'm not a football coach, but I'm sorry. Somebody no. else got to beat me. I'm sorry. Right. And that's where I think, you know, should they meet in the playoffs? He's got to make some adjustments. You obviously have plenty of tape showing that you can't guard this dude one-on-one. He is fantastic, Rob. And But they had a lot of big, huge chunk plays. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they consistently just marched on him. So they had a lot of big chunk plays. The one chase on the sideline, I don't know how in the world he got that wide open. The one where he took the little slant and went, I don't even know if it was a slant, but it was a short pass. He went, took it all the way to the house. I mean, his speed was ridiculous. So outside, you know, they had some huge plays. But I think Kansas City will be fine. Like I said, I think this is a good wake-up call for them to realize, you know what, we we we're, it's not going to be easy. All right, we thought we we had it back and, but we're going to have to fight and grind and scratch and claw to get out of the AFC, and I think that'll be good for them. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that would be if you were the team, you try to spin it that way. But I just like uh, to, to just say, hey, yeah, okay. We, but, but it wasn't like they were down. They were doing what they wanted to in the first half, and it got stopped. That's the part. Chris, it's okay if Cincinnati is putting up points, but they had put up points already. Three points in the second half. I mean that. That's the part that I'm. I'm. What happened? Where they where they went from scoring at will to to only getting a field goal. So I get Cincinnati. They're high powered offense. I don't know their defense to be that great. Um, their pass defense isn't. Yeah, their, pass, I'm, I'm, their rush. Well, defense it didn't is look good. like their it in the first defense. half. It surely didn't look right. Like but it. they they yeah. I mean, but. Just like you say, okay, they scored three points, and they did. It was, I mean, it was bad, all right? But they also scored 28 in the first half. So, I mean, they scored 31 for the game. You know, all the talk about their offense is is sorry this year, and it's all about the defense. They're fourth in the league in scoring. Like, they still can put up points. They don't do it in as dazzling a fashion 
as they have in the past two years. But they still are capable of putting up. I mean, again, they lost 34-31. So even though the offense only accounted for three points in the second half, and I'm not glossing over that, this one was on the defense. You give up 34 points, then that's on your defense. They should have won scoring 31. So uh, the defense, like I said, maybe they were ra- reading their plus press clippings. Maybe they were thinking they're the best defensive unit in the league, which they have been for, you know, several weeks. But uh, they got a nice little slap in the face, and I think it'll serve them well. Yeah, I, I, just, I just wonder. The road is tougher if you don't have the – uh, if you don't, it's just tougher. Yeah, just without tougher, home, you got to play that by now. Right, it's a tougher road, especially when you had it. It ain't like you didn't have it and you were fighting your way all the way up trying to get it, and you never attained it. You had it right there, and you had the lead, and you had a chance to bury Cincinnati and just couldn't. And I think that's the part that you look at as a missed opportunity to really solidify yourself. That was the one. Of all those other wins that they had, that was the one that they needed most, and they didn't get it. And that's why I think uh, you, you don't know, think the Texans the will, will be able to take out Tennessee? No, and do them a favor. <laughs> I, I'd be surprised. No, but without Derrick, I mean, the Texans that. did get a couple upsets. They had they had a yeah, few but they, nice but little they, upsets. They're not going to upset the, the way Tennessee's played. You know what I mean? In situations where they could have easily been. Falling out for them to have the top nah, you spot get in the credit. AFC, Chris. Right, you got to give them credit. Give them credit. That, without without Derrick Henry, and That's then incredible. Henry, you know, we'll talk about this later in the week. But it looks like he could be back for the playoffs. Right, he's going to be uh, taking off the injury reserve. And here's the thing, Rob, about Henry, he'll be fresh. He'll be fresh. I mean, you know, all the players have the bumps and bruises, you know, from the whole season. Derrick Henry will be fresh, so they're going to be tough but I still got Kansas City I still feel good about that one uh nice little wake-up call this weekend all right eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox your turn to weigh in with me and Rob what do you think is Cincinnati a team to be reckoned with in the AFC or were the Kansas City Chiefs exposed am I tripping by feeling good sticking my chest out saying it with bass in my voice that Kansas City is still the team to beat in the AFC. Your turn, 877-99 on Fox. Chris and Rob, I couple. Let me crazy, Chris, the song. 